Welcome, welcome back everyone. I am your host Zenith and as always this is another episode of this podcast of the Spirit Channel. Perhaps that should be, um, this is another episode of the podcast of the Spirit Channel and as always I am your host but no matter. It has been a little while since I recorded one of these so I am delighted to welcome you back to discuss and um, think about more uh, spiritual topics that can help us self-realize and improve our well-being, our health, our emotional state of being, our spiritual growth while on this planet at this time. Today's episode, I want to discuss the importance of stillness and silence. Um, in our spiritual seeking, in our spiritual evolution, and in our lives. And they're two very uh, um, resources. They, not enough emphasis is placed upon them. Um, certainly not by uh, our community, our, um, <clears throat> our media, our uh, general communities. Um, um, and perhaps uh, the world in general. Um, when we look at our world today, um, we probably don't give that much um, thought to, to the value of stillness and silence because we are so overwhelmed on a day-to-day basis with um, all types of things that can fill up our lives, um, can fill up our day today. Um, and we get it. This is natural, um, and therefore we don't affect it. Maybe there should be portions of our day that should be spent in total silence or in stillness. Um, certainly, our world has become a lot busier. I think we can all agree on that. There, um, we are days are micromanaged. Um, we have busy schedules to fulfill. We have um, probably um, to do. We have um, our working lives, our private lives, our um, our activities, our um, appointments, our you know whatever you can think of. <clears throat> These things generally fill up our day, and I think for most people, um, they don't really have a lot of great time to spend with themselves. Um, it can be hard to make time in that. I always feel that uh, it's kind of like this um, this uphill battle or um, this hamster in this wheel. Um, we always feel that if we can just get um, some of these things cleared off our schedule, then, then then we will have time to relax. Then we will have time to, to do whatever we need to do. But I think by the time a lot of us get finished um, our working day, <clears throat> Uh, we get home and we clear off some of the things that need done, some of the things of our schedule, whether it's um, appointments, whether it is, um, oh, I don't know, um, replying to people, um, whether it is if you have a family, then it's that's that's quite a substantial resource to to have to manage. It's it's having to look after your children or um, tend to your children's needs. Um, whether it's schoolwork or 
um, maybe appointments. Uh, we have health appointments. We have um, perhaps with family members, relatives who rely on us, um, friends. Then we have our own things that we need to do. Maybe um, uh, just just our own uh, busy schedule of things. We have housework and to do, and um, so we have all sorts of things that, that take up our busy lives. And generally by the time that all of this is done, we have a small portion of our day just to sit to left, uh, left to, to sit and relax. And by that stage, for quite a lot of us, we don't really think that, um, or we, we, we don't um, think that we have time or we're generally too tired or not in the right frame of mind to consider, uh, consider um, maybe spiritual topics or spiritual practices. So none of us can be blamed for ignoring this side of things. On top of that, we are bombarded every day with so many um, frequencies, um, electromagnetic frequencies, sounds, um, sights, thoughts. We, we, we keep ourselves busy as well. We, we're bombarded with telephone signals. Uh, we're bombarded with... Um, microwave signals, um, radio signals, television signals. Um, even when we're driving, we have a, a radio on, we maybe some sort of music on, um, we could maybe have a podcast on. Uh, walking by in a street, um, there, there could be the noise music of uh, high street shops, and it could be televisions or radios coming out from there. Um, we have an insane amount of people um, chatting on their phones. Um, we have noise of transportation, um, all sorts of noise. Um, and, and even it can be hard to, if you try to escape this, even if, if you are someone who perhaps takes themselves out on a, or gets the time or the resource to take themselves out on a walk, whether it's to walk the dog um, or walk the cat, or maybe the tortoise. <laughs> um, anyway, like if if we have a pet and you decide, well, that's kind of my time. I'll take the dog, um, say dog, for a walk. Maybe at night time, there's still an insane amount of traffic and um, activity <clears throat> on our streets. Even if we we take a walk in nature, um, for most of us anyway, it can be hard to escape. Um. The noise of uh, human activity of our built-up society, um, so it's hard to dissociate completely from that. Because we've got so used to noise in our life, because we've got so used to being busy and constantly on the go, it can be hard then uh, when you decide to dedicate some time to not having anything on at all. We're so used to, um, as I said, all of these things, but on top of that. We're always living either in the past or in the future. Um, we're never really present um, within ourselves. We're never really practiced presence. Uh, we're always thinking ahead about something that needs sorted out or something that happened to us previously. Um, so it can be hard to, to even come home and simply sit there and say, I'm not going to have any distractions. I'm going to put my phone on silent. I'm going to have no television on. I'm going to sit here with myself. It can be hard um, at first to um, 
be alone with your own thoughts. Um, it can sometimes be a scary um, situation or uh, not an unpleasant but a somewhat uncomfortable um, situation um, to be alone with your own thoughts because we're not used to um, being alone with our with our own thoughts. And by this I mean um, uh, or any thought that isn't taken up by uh, events and situations and distractions in our lives. Um, it's it, if you're not used to this, um, then as I said, it it it, it can be quite uncomfortable, um, especially if you're potentially first practicing meditation. Um, there's such an insane amount of um of thoughts of jumble of nonsense that runs through your head, and um, you actually don't realize how. Um, busy your own mind actually is um, and it, it can be hard it can be off-putting for people but if we can find this time and dedicate this time to being silent and listening to silence um, and stopping and ceasing all activity and just being still and instead of us um, trying to find an analogy here, instead of us um, rowing, maybe that's not a great idea, instead of us um, constantly being um, active, constantly racing with the world, constantly paddling um, in the current, if we can just be still and learn to sit in silence and let the world revolve around us um, for a change, and if we can build up, it may only be five minutes, it may be ten minutes, um, and I'm as guilty of this as anyone else, but if you can schedule a bit of time, a bit of me time to simply do this on a daily basis or every other day, and if we build this this up um, and ultimately what we want to potentially lead to is meditation or if you already practice meditation if you can get into a schedule of, of having that bit of meditation every day and if we build this up we will begin to see the value of this here it is so so important to dissociate and find that time to escape the, the hectic and demands of modern society um, that you will truly find the value of this that you will find all sorts of benefits you will find that um, your stress levels decrease you will find that your anxiety decreases you will find that you're not reactive to emotional situations you don't become as emotionally charged Um. A great example of this is, is road rage. Um, when we're always in a hurry to get somewhere um, and we're, we're caught in traffic or you know someone cuts us up or, or something like that, you know, we we, we feel aggrieved, we, we get extremely angry because um, you know this is caused adding more time to our journey. Um, it starts to increase our anxiety levels. Um, that person is now 
ahead of us and you know it's cost us a couple of seconds in, in traffic um it leads to anger it leads to stress so and these things then play on your mind um but as i said if we take the time out from all of this here and we dedicate some time to just being alone with ourselves and if you can find the most quietest place possible and simply practice being alone in that silence listening to nothing other than the silence and ultimately letting your mind become still letting all those thoughts and those activity that jumble that that maddening crowd of uh, of of thoughts of ideas of um, whatever you want to call it let that subside let that angry ocean and um, that that wind blowing waves calm until there's just simply calm at sea and um, until the till the, the waters of your mind um are still then you as i said you will find this of great benefit on top of that as i said it's a very very important to practice stillness to simply being still slowing down um is a great way to ultimately get to this stillness if we slow down our actions if we stop being in such a rush um and realize that um whatever journey we need to 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 get to whatever um goal that we need to reach we will get there but we make it we make it there uh, slightly later but really at the end of the day when you sit and count up the the time racing to get to a destination whether driving or hoping that the public transport that you're using um um or even an airplane journey or boat um we we would go as swiftly as possible we realize that there's really not that much time saved um by this idea and this concept of racing against time and we would find then our journey is a lot more pr- pleasant um when we look at tea practitioners and um, that great eastern practice um look it up on youtube or also post a post a link here we see that uh, the movements that they practice within this discipline are very slow and elegant and this is what slowing all it down is about it's about letting yourself become calmer become more stiller becoming more aware of how you treat your body and how you let your mind race and as i said you'll find that things don't seem to be as that important anymore those chores those activities those appointments are so important that need to be sorted out we begin to realize that they're really just not that as important anymore and we begin to feel as i said more calmer less stressed less prone to anxiety less of an emotional wreck um less of a um a reactor to emotions instead of being um someone who's in control of those emotions and we begin then to live more in the moment we begin to be more present within each moment instead of thinking in the past and living in the future pointless um and these are great lessons for me as well in this podcast then i learn as much as as you do because repeating my own lessons reminds me that i need to practice what i say um 
on a more regular basis. But living in the past, um, it's pointless. We can't change it. We can't go back in time to uh, reverse time or change things. And ultimately what has happened is what has meant to have happened. Um, as unpleasant or as nice as it was, it was simply meant to be. This was this is your journey. And you've come into this life to, to lead a lifetime and to experience events and situations which are ultimately going to help you um, grow spiritually if you can become aware of these things. So living in the past is pointless. It's done. It's gone. You can only learn from it and move on from it. The future hasn't happened yet. The future is largely uncertain. There are possibilities and probabilities. Um, but it hasn't happened yet. And there's no point really trying to decide the outcome of, um, of, 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 of a lifetime or future events in which there could be multiple scenarios, multiple possibilities. So living in the present and enjoying each present moment. And if you're if you're one who lives in the past or one who lives in the future, you're missing out in the present moment. You're missing out on your life as it is happening to you. And this is the cause of a lot of anxiety and a lot of worry and stress. It's because we don't enjoy our present moment. Um, I always like to think of a... Uh, a, a a meter, a temperature gauge in our heads. Um, we should always stop and check to see if whether we're living in the present, to see what state our current thoughts are in. You know, always say to yourself, what am I thinking right now? How am I feeling right now? Um, where are my thoughts right now? If my thoughts are in the red, then I'm constantly thinking ahead. I'm thinking behind. There's something that is playing on my mind. Um, so you need to dial back that temperature. You need to get that temperature gauge back into the green where you're enjoying just this present moment, where you're enjoying your situation, where you're enjoying um, whatever it is that you're doing in the, at the minute, whether you're, you're listening to this here on a, on a drive, whether you have headphones on, whether you're on your way to work, whether you're sitting eating a meal, there can be joy and happiness felt in just your present situation just be happy that you're alive and even if you're listening to something like this here you know just remember that at least um you can be in control of your thoughts and you can be in control of your situation it doesn't have to be the other way and as i said the more you practice stillness and silence the more benefit that you will reap out of this the more that you will become attuned to your own thoughts and perhaps uh, the thoughts of those team who are around you, those who are in the non-physical, the, the spiritual realms, be they guides, um, angelic uh, beings, be they um, you know, potentially your, your soul group, be they people who have passed on, um, loved ones. These people and these entities are always trying to communicate to us um, in a variety of ways. Um, it's just that we fill up our lives and fill up our minds um, with so many different things that when they come knocking, uh, we don't answer the door because we don't hear the door because we're so busy. And um, We metaphorically have a TV on on the radio at the same time or we have on our, our, our iTunes or our Spotify, whatever the case may be. Um, so when they come knocking and, and want to, to, to speak with us, we cannot hear them because we have become so distracted and so divorced 
from nature, from this concept of being in stillness and being in silence. And this is why we feel such a connection with nature, amongst other things, because generally we're alone in nature if we're not listening to music, if we're not listening to a podcast. Um, We are generally alone with our natural environment. So as you see, these concepts are a natural thing. It's a natural state of being to be in stillness, to be in silence. You can contemplate then, you can meditate then, you can have those that time to dwell upon spiritual concepts, you can listen to your own thoughts, you can you know filter out all that nonsense and just concentrate on on, on deep contemplation within yourself, asking yourself questions. And sometimes you might get an answer back. And what you need to do then when you're in this stillness, when you're in this silence, when you're building this process up, is to listen to that small voice within inside you. It may sound like your own voice, and that's absolutely fine. Most of the time, it doesn't have to be anything else. Just listen to your own voice. It doesn't have to be, you know, uh, storm cloud uh, nine or um, exundu or blue purple uh, exotic guide or extraterrestrial. It could be your own intuition, your own higher self trying to communicate with you. And this is generally why it sounds like yourself. So don't go seeking out, um, you know, this alternative voice or looking or dismissing anything because it doesn't sound any different from yourself. As long as you're having information back, you're receiving feedback um, that is helpful, then that's all you really need. Don't get too uh, thing, and this is generally how telepathy works. Um, this is generally how our our, our guides, our higher self, um, communicate with us. Even um, if some of us are aware of of these uh, of of spirit communication, of of um, doing like mediumship or um, in a way trance or or channeling and um, channeling these. Uh, uh, extraterrestrial um, beings or these higher dimensional beings is that generally it doesn't sound like anything other than your own thoughts in your head but with enough time and practice you can begin to trust this and as I said if the information that you're getting back is helpful is of a helpful and just need to nurture that you need to make time for that and let that grow and let kind of things start to change in your life because you're making time to be alone and still, to be alone in silence, to be still, and to calm your 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 nervous body down, to to stop your heart racing, to constantly be on the move. Um, you're making time for uh, those thoughts to come in. You're you're clearing your own mind of all the the jumble. Um, it's like a house clear out. You know, once you clear out your house, you feel more at peace and more calm and feel more clean and feel more home whole. Um. And it's, it's a natural state of being. Look, there's, a, there's a very good reason why past masters, um, such as uh, Jesus the Christ, such as um, the Buddha, such as even the Prophet Muhammad, amongst many others, I just use these three famous examples, dedicated time to being alone and to being in silence and to being still. 
Uh, we know a lot about Jesus's life is not known, but we do know that um, he took himself off and spent 30 days alone in a desert to be with himself, to be alone in stillness, to be a still and to be alone in silence, to meditate, to contemplate, to be alone with his own thoughts so that he could get that clarity of mind to come back with the answers that he needed for whatever it was that he needed to do. The Buddha um, sought realization. He was a wealthy man and he gave up that lifestyle because he craved realization. He craved um, he, he craved something more than this physical life could offer. And so he he the 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 legend goes that he sat under a tree by himself largely for many years um, in the silence, being still until he received enlightenment, until he made that connection, um, until he nurtured that and grew that um, that voice within, um, that, that natural state of being, um, and the, the rest is history. The prophet Muhammad, the legend goes that he um, took himself off and lived in a cave for, for um, is it years? I'm not too sure. But the same concept applies. He was alone. He simply had his own thoughts. He was in the silence. He was still until he received his form of enlightenment, until he was ready to go out and spread his message into the world. Um, all these people, their message was of peace, of unity, of um, worshipping the, the, the creator. Um, it is simply through time that uh, we have misinterpreted the message because of our uh, human activity, our built-up societies, our wayward thinking, uh, because we did not adhere to their teachings. We did not adhere to their practices, which was repeating what they did, maybe not to the same extreme, but in their own small way, replicating that time for stillness, for silence, for nurturing um, a clear mind and for nurturing and developing that intuition, that small voice within that gets crowded out. And you let that small voice, you let that small voice grow. You begin to trust um, the thoughts that are coming back to you. And then you begin time. You can do it, I do it all the time, just before I'm sleeping. I think about it when I wake up. I listen to um, I listen to whatever is coming back to me. And sometimes it can be incredible what comes back to you. And this is how you become a clear channel. How you strengthen that link to those who are trying to get through to you. Not only guys and angelics and other pe- uh, beings, but also your higher self who is constantly trying to guide you to um, the best, most fruitful, spiritually evolved life possible because your higher self is your self-realized, most advanced in a way through all of your incarnations, through all of your travel, through the various spiritual dimensions. Your higher self is almost like racing back in time to meet you while you're moving forward. But this can only be realized through practices such as stillness and silence.
And so I hope that's given you something to, to contemplate, to go on. Now I want you to go out and start practicing this from day on. So I've been your host, Zenith. It has been a beautiful um, moment recording this for you. And I do hope you'll join me once again for more episodes. Bye. Thank you.